I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song The little things have been with me all along Alright Sophie, do you have a cold open? I've got my clipboard here full of my, my things that we're going to do today. And it's it's a, it's invisible, but it, it's real. But I did not write down a cold open. No, I don't have any ideas. I have a cold open! Hi, Kimmy. I haven't been on the show for like 10 years. I know. That's older than you are. That's true. What? Is this going to be pervy? No. Are you lying? Are you lying? No. Are you lying to get attention? No. You what sound like you're lying. How? Okay. 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 Now okay. you have to tell us you're cold open, and if it's pervy, you are going to be in trouble. Um, how much trouble? Uh, you'll find out, based on how egregious your lie was. <laughs> well, like, it's binary lie. All right, start okay, for the ahead. cold open. Okay, okay, okay. So, I just got back from California. 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 That's from The Wizard. And that's the movie with um, Fred Savage. It sure is. Move forward. Yeah, okay. Move on. Um, Keep it going. Because my BFF lives in California. Jill? Huh? No. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a good joke. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. IDK. Um, So I I traveled. I Uh got on many airplanes. Uh I wore two masks. Good job. On the airplane. Thank you. Thank you. And I... Went to Daddy's place uh-huh. when I got back because she lives like right next to the airport. It just cool. makes sense. Cool. So like she generally picks me up and, and drops me off at the airport. And so I spent the night with Daddy. Mm-hmm. And the next morning I woke up with a sore throat. I I get sore throats like every morning because I have allergies. That's fair. Did you have allergies? Did you have allergies? So I'm actually wondering if maybe Sophie's reason is the same as mine. Okay. Why she gets sore throats? Was maybe it allergies? Not allergies. We, can, we can see. I guess it might be the same reason. So um, the the nurse practitioner who's doing the the COVID test on me is looking in my throat like, oh, that's really red. Ooh, that's bad. And. I was like, oh, but like, I don't have any respiratory symptoms. Yeah. And like, like, otherwise I feel fine. There's no fatigue. There's no ache. Uh-huh. Sure. And so like, I'm sitting there thinking when they walk out of the room and I'm left alone with my thoughts and I'm like, ah, shit, I know why my throat's red. Why is your throat red, Cammy? Sophie, why was my throat red? I don't know. From a cock. Hey, you were under the assumption that my sore throat's the same as your sore throat? Yeah! And I can safely say it's not. No, she had her strap on, and she was hitting me in the tonsils over and over and over. And I had a sore throat the next morning. Hey, Kimmy. That was extremely pervy. That was very pervy. That was extremely egregious. That was the worst lie. So... Okay, you're grounded. You're grounded. You're Am grounded. You're grounded. Already? You're grounded. No, you can stay on the I show. No, you have to get out of your chair. You're grounded. I don't want to be grounded. You're grounded. Grounded. I don't like the ground. Grounded. 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 Here, roll the chair away. Roll it away. I like your chair. Ah! Kimmy, you knocked everything. <laughs> I didn't feel it. It's not my fault. 
We'll be right back after some technical difficulties. Welcome what? to the usual. You are grounded. I'm on the ground. Welcome, Welcome to the, the usual. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the usual. Okay. Back. Smacking her. Okay. <laughs> so- <laughs> no! 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 This is I'll do enough. one, you'll do one. No, get me like an actual implement because my, my small little baby hands are not strong enough to punch okay. this girl the way she clearly needs it. Don't break my spoon. Don't destroy. Use it for its purposes. Okay. That makes a good noise. You could play drums with that. Are you gonna be good? No. No, we good. I was trying not to tell a lie. <laughs> okay. Grounded and you are silenced. You're a quiet coyote until we we say so. One, we'll unsilence the Kimmy. We'll dispel our silence. One word and I'm going a pass in. You're silenced. 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 Welcome to uh, the uh, okay, I'm going to pass the end. Come okay. on. That was the word. That All was right. the word. No, you know what? Spanking position. Put her no, feet up. Hold no, her feet up. Hold no. her feet up. Hold these no, feet up. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Hold these I'm up. sorry. No. Are we Hold quiet? Are we quiet? I'm sorry. No. Please. Ow. 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 I want everyone to know that before we started the show, Kimmy came up and said, hey, I'd love to be on the show. I'm not having a lot of bratty energy. So, like, I just want to come on and, like, be a good guest. And she sounded so sincere. And we were, we were dumb enough to believe her. I now realize that that is never the case. Okay, welcome to The Usual Bet, an 18 and up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet in the losers and diapers for the next episode. I am the big sister encounter extraordinaire Sophie Elizabeth. I'm the big sister Chloe. Are you? No. Are you? Do you want to be over my lap next? No. The wooden spoon is still here. I'm the baby sister Chloe Elizabeth and I've been bamboozled. I think you mean bambinoed. All right. It's time. I've got my, my definitely real clipboard. It's I'm holding it in front of you right I can't now. can't You are, it's invisible to babies. You can't speak. Silence. I've got my clipboard. You ran the episode last time. I've got, I've got ideas, thoughts, You've never feelings. had an idea or a thought. I have a bunch. You're Lots my, of feelings. You're like my Feeling thought. of a mush in the seat of your diaper. Feeling of tears in your cheeks as you cry for your mommy. Needy feelings <laughs> as you need your big sister to feed you a bottle. Do you want to do this or not? Well, I have so many things. You're sitting here trying to be in charge and you're just doing so bad at it. <laughs> do you, I have a, a list. Oh, okay. Sorry. Things to discuss. Right. Your list. I forgot. Let's your do it. Your imaginary list. And your it's a real stomp. list. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to talk about books. How big is your clipboard? It's about about 9 by 11. Can you just hold it up? Yeah. That that big? Yeah. Okay. Put your hands down. Okay. Okay. How big is your clipboard? It's about 9 by 11. Okay. Can you show me how big that is? Yeah. That's way smaller than the first No, time. it's not. <laughs> You're just... Don't have spatial reasoning. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. I want to talk about books. Okay. What about I books? I have things. How you can't read them? I'm leaving. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> yes! Oh, it's not. my... No, I'll be the guest. I'll be the co-host. 
Okay, it's time to go pass in. No. Quiet Coyote. We'll unsilence you when we get to something where you can actually contribute. I just zip. I just zipped her lips. You gotta lock it and throw away the key because she... Yeah. Oh. You'll have to get that out of your diaper later. It's a, it's a visual, it's not a visual, that's a visual joke, it's not a visual medium. You made a swallowing sound and they're definitely going to understand that you literally swallowed the key. Man, this episode, it's, I'm try. I have rails that I want it to be on. On your bed. And Kimmy, God, <laughs> I'm leaving. I, Chloe, books. 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 They're good. Moving on. Is that the whole topic? No, I want to talk about it. Okay. Okay, we talk about baby video games and things all the time. Yes. We talk about baby TV shows and things all the time as activities. Yes. We talk about all different kinds of way to consume content mm-hmm. and be baby, but we never talk about books, literature, reading, and baby. Can it be done? Is reading a thing you can do when you're little? Like, like that'll keep you engaged and actively in little space. Is it... Is it possible, or or will the the narrative of the story just kind of draw you out of your little space, and then you're just reading in a diaper, which is wonderful in its own, but not little. Hmm. So it's it's something that I want to talk about. Okay. So what are your thoughts? I'm down here. Okay. Okay. Kimmy, we are. 10 minutes into this episode and you're already getting oh you're not leaving no, i'm not gonna leave i'm gonna be chloe uh you're not allowed to, on furniture you're grounded oh, yeah. but um you're we're 10 minutes in this episode and you're already getting a passy glued in your mouth that's not what she's doing we'll see no because it, it ruins passy oh I, i'm sure she has some spares but i don't want a passy glued in my mouth. oh you should have thought about that <laughs> but i won't be able to talk oh what a shame I'm your guest. Guest? Guest is a strong word. More like you're like the woodman in Hilda who walked into our home and just kind of laid down on the ground. Hi, Kimmy. Oh, you don't want to ruin another person. Yes, I do. You look so cute. See? She's so cute and quiet and pliable now. You look so cute with your pissy in. She's a baby. Can you say something for the for the listeners? <laughs> Where was I? Uh, books. I want to talk about books. Want to talk about reading. Want to talk about little baby reads. Okay. Book has fun. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. So <laughs> you 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 look at books and it's like, what do you what do you do? You can't you can't read, read. like read like right read like right read. You can't read. You get it. I will go upstairs. I no. will. I will cancel the the usual bag. No, no, don't cancel. Don't cancel. Do, yeah, do I have your permission to continue? Uh you do have an adult's permission to continue. Go ahead. <sighs> okay. Anyway, I, I want to hear your opinion, your 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 thoughts. I guess it depends on the book. I I generally, I guess when I'm in little space, I don't read all that much or when I am reading I don't get into little space. Exactly. But there are exceptions like specifically uh, comic books um, not like comic comics but like, like graphic, graphic novel novels, books. Yeah. Okay. I do um, I do like reading graphic novels I like looking at the pictures um, one in particular that I like to read is Amulet 
which I'm only on like book four, but uh, it's it's very just uh, whimsical and adventure and I do, I do definitely have some little spacey vibes when I'm reading them. I, I've seen them and they're really, really cute. So, so normal literature you don't think works or you think graphic novels are easier to engage with? I think anything with pictures is easier to engage with. And okay. in the same vein, um, Little Prince, which is um, one of my favorite books and uh, one of my favorite little movies, little here is relative yeah. my my little stuff is is different than other people's little stuff everyone's is but i i'm just yeah i, I want to hear your thoughts uh so i think setting matters a lot if i'm sitting like on the sofa and big girl clothes even reading a literally book i might not get literally That's i don't fair. i'm not sure i never do that when i'm little but i thought about it and i'm like should i be doing that is that a good thing to do while little uh, what are your thoughts kimmy so that's a matter to medium because there is no real medium that caters to the little. Uh, if the story is too engaging, it can take you out of little space. But at the same time, if it's geared towards littles, it's generally done in a sexual fashion, which stimulates in a different way that also pulls you out of little space. That's actually a super interesting point that, like, I, I was thinking actual books, but there's also ABDL stories. Yeah. For the people who couldn't understand what Kimmy was saying, <laughs> she was basically saying that um, it's hard because there's no actual medium for littles other than, I guess, little stuff, but that is smut. tends to be more sexual. It's yeah. smut. It tends to be smut. And I, I would know. I write a lot of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's a really good point. There are some stories that I feel little while reading um, that are little stories though now that i'm saying this out loud i can't actually think of any off the top of my head so like so maybe not um content that is geared towards uh actual children uh tends to not be stimulating enough exactly like, if i sit down and call in a coloring book it has to be really complicated with lots of things to call in or i get bored and exactly. then i'm not little anymore so it kind of has to be the same thing so, if anything, you need a story that is specifically geared to engage little space in um, um, a targeted way. Exactly. That's really interesting because uh, Little Prince is one of those books that I really love. That uh, Same with Alice in Wonderland, another one of my, my big books um, that I'm really into. But the, the version of Alice in Wonderland that I read um, is... Uh, the Nursery Alice, which mm -hmm. was a rewrite of the original book meant to be read to children from an adult's perspective. So, like, when I'm reading it, it talks about, like, oh, and this is what they look like. What do you <laughs> think of that? And it's very kind of, like, it's written in a way that almost engages you like a child. Yeah. But it still has that complicated, um, a complicated is a weird take here because it's not babyish, but it's a childish. It's, like, uh, six to eight year old sort yeah. of story. It's engaging. That, that really can grab you a lot more than maybe like a baby thing where it's like, oh, Tanya goes to the zoo. She saw the monkeys. And it's like, <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. So, um, I wonder how much of the appeal of Alice in Wonderland it. <laughs> W's are killing me. Oh my god. <laughs> is nostalgia. Oh, um. Surprisingly not. I, I guess I'm not sure how much of, of Alice's nostalgia. I've always loved Alice, but part of Alice in Wonderland and the charm and why I consider it my favorite little book is um, 
because it addresses concepts of adulthood. It has things like Alice gets big, Alice gets small, mm -hmm. Alice talks about what is the right way to think and what is the wrong way to think. Alice talks about what growing up looks like and no, this is how I'm supposed to act and this is what proper is. And like it's a discussion on growing up and, and the whole series like Alice, the two Alice books are, are about the process of aging like that okay, is yeah so you really kind of get this whimsical fun narrative sense of of alice who is this child who thinks like a child but kind of is also saying like no i'm so grown up look at all the ways i act grown up and think grown up okay and it's 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 engaging to my little side because it's directly engaging with the concept of littleness itself I ab that actually makes a lot of sense, and I absolutely, I'm, I, I'm seeing your side. I, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the, that that niche I was talking about. It is, it is opening up. There, it is much bigger than I expected, and and I'm actually really curious, like how many books fill this niche. Like, 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 is it like a is it a couple of oddities that fall into this category, or are there just a bunch of sleeper books that I just don't know about? I think that there are a lot of books about growing up and like the, the the different feelings of that especially if you hit the right age range even if you look at like Sears Unfortunate Events which I would say is not something that makes me feel little but it directly addresses the concepts of like adults are useless <laughs> and like the the kids are the imaginative ones the ones that can figure things out the ones that don't write off everything as well oh, well that's just coincidence oh well, that's just that's not true and then like mm -hmm, no adults mm -hmm. listen to you and it still addresses a lot of points about the concepts of growing up and i respect that a lot uh the, my second favorite little book is little prince and that makes sense. This is not a book you should read to a child. <laughs> I mean, in a way it is, but like it, it addresses some really big, scary concepts. It actually kind of, it feels like one of those stories. Um, I think it was Neil Gaiman who said, Gaiman? Neil Gaiman? Neil Gaiman? Kind of I know, weird. I'm always going to say I, I it wrong. I think it's Gaiman. Um, but anyway, I'm, he said when writing Coraline, I wrote a book somehow that was... Fun for children and terrifying for adults. <laughs> and in a way, I think Little Prince kind of matches that aesthetic in that I think adults who who get it and connect with it in a totally different way than kids mm -hmm. um, might find it too much for a kid. Like I literally just said, but now that I'm thinking about it more um, retrospectively, I think that it's probably for a kid... I think it's probably fine. Like, they don't okay. think about it the way adults do. Anyway, my point is, that book also goes on to address, like, what is an adult? What do you lose by becoming an adult? What is the the, the, the magnificence of childhood? What is What does littleness give you that adulthood takes away from you? And it, it sort of validates you in a yeah. way. Yeah, okay. So, so uh, an important element to reading what little could be something that... that validates you in that moment something that that anchors mm. you in that uh adult versus baby self that you are the, the the kind of mini battle waging between your your little space and your 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 conscious mind and all that stuff the the tug of war stuff that that pulls towards little rather than just doesn't interact with the tug of war at all Right, so maybe like you're reading a book and then it gets to a part and it's like this is how adults are and this is how kids are and then you've can identify with the kid part yeah, more you, than the adult like, part. Oh, I'm and then not you're an like, adult. Yeah, now I'm baby. Okay. And like, maybe that's more helpful. I don't know. 
Um, it's like Kimmy said, it needs to engage with you, but yeah. it needs to engage with you in, rather than an adult way, engage with you in a way that maybe adults or even your adult brain doesn't really process right okay. anymore. And th- that's from my perspective, obviously. I don't think this is the same for everyone. Yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure people can read Ikea like instruction books <laughs> and get little and i'm i don't I'm, know about that hey i i'm i don't know like some people i bet really love that you know uh, i see the brown bear or whatever the so, book's called all right so i i want to i'd love to hear about other books that people that people have uh that they enjoy in a little sense oh absolutely i think that our scope here is pretty narrow because while we have a very good uh sense of our own little space we also kind of it might be a more narrow sense than most people i think a lot of people out there maybe uh getting into little space is extremely difficult or maybe people have really broad little spaces where that that you know uh, the the Dr. Seuss books are enough for them, and they're like, oh yeah, that's that's fantastical, and and I like the rhyming, and that's enough to keep me in it. You know, <laughs> I don't speak for the toe suckers. I'm not the Lorax <laughs> here. Where I'm <laughs> hi, I'm Sophie, and I speak for the toe suckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is where's that book? <laughs> This okay. Is, this if, is your official permission to make art of that for me, by the way. <laughs> if I'm going to rewrite a Dr. Seuss novel, it's going to be the Lorax, and it will be Sophie's speech for the toast. <laughs> I, I, I really like this. Thank you for talking about this with me. And I, I actually, I really didn't think that reading would be a good uh, way to engage with little stuff. But you, you've given me some things to think about. So, yes. Um, uh, if you have a book that you particularly like reading when you are little and you think that it is a good little space book and not just to be read to you, but something that you actually enjoy reading while little, um, please send that to us at the usual mailbox at gmail.com because, honestly, I would I would love some recommendations. Uh, I, I, too. I could I could really stock my my shelves in my my room with some of these books, and I we think could, that'd be a lot of fun. We could make like a little little bookshelf, like a little library. It could be a yeah. whole thing. Okay, but I I have more things to talk about, and this has actually been really good because we've we've already set the stage for my next topic. Oh, we've we, already jumped forward on your invisible yeah, checklist. We've it's not in, it's here it's right here. Yeah, it's still invisible. No, it's. I mean, yeah. Ha! Damn. <laughs> You're so I mean, I baby. can't start saying it. <laughs> okay. So, I actually want to talk about toys. In the same vein like that sex we... sex toys. No, no, like baby... Like the kind that Kimmy no, got pushed no. down her I'm throat. really good at talking about these. No. Like baby toys. Like, like toys for babies. So, we talked about books and how you can't read... Uh, often, people can't read... I can't read a, a little book... That is, that is just like, like, Sally goes to the zoo and sees the monkeys. I'm like, of course you saw the monkeys. The monkeys are great. We've all seen the monkeys, Sally. Come on, Sally. Tell me more about them. What about the monkeys, Sally? And she doesn't tell me anything more about the monkeys. She just moves on until, like, Sally sees the line. I'm like, but I'm still back there on the monkeys. Right. So, baby toys are the same way. And I'm not talking my Gundams. I love playing with those. Or Legos. Everybody loves Legos, Karen. It's, 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 like, baby blocks, like, 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 baby blocks or, uh, rattled, uh, stuff that is, things when you think baby come up in your mind instantly. Okay, so for example, rattles, you mentioned, are just 
baby aesthetic. It's yeah, part it's, of baby. It's core. It's, it's baby core. <laughs> you know how they got cottage core? This is baby core. We yeah, rattles are baby core, and we <laughs> we want. We want rattles to be something that may actually be a fun toy for yes. adults other than, okay, I actually have a really good, um, oh, I have a, an anecdote. You, you keep thinking about, I want to, I want to finish my, my basis of the point. Oh, right. Okay. Sure. So the problem is with these really cutesy, uh, baby core toys, they're boring. And again, some toe suckers might like them. You are valid for liking them. I understand. I get. I can only shake a rattle so many times before I get. Maybe three times before I'm like, all right, that's that same rattle sound for the third time. I'm I'm swiftly losing interest. Or with blocks, you can only spell and arrange them in so many ways unless you have like 500, like we were talking about with Kimmy, and then you could build a really cool skyscraper. But but that's not. I want to be able to engage with the baby core aesthetic. And this is not a reflection on your littleness. You're not, not. You are not not not. You are not not. <laughs> Hold on. You are not not a little because you you do not like shaking a rattle a thousand exactly. times. Exactly. That's you don't. No 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 one can your, say what makes you a little. Your you are has an as a ooh, rattles and the same toy like the same stupid toy or having a block that you you put on top of another block the reason why these are baby toys the reason why these are are iconic to infants is because babies use toys to explore their environment yeah the shaking of a rattle teaches a child my actions can impact the world a moving a block teaches motor function um, putting a block on top of another block is literally like magic. I, um, it, you are not you are not less of a little just because these things don't entertain yeah. you. They shouldn't entertain you. I, I actually have a little anecdote about that. Okay. So uh, uh, anecdote about your anecdote. Um, so that wasn't even my anecdote. Oh, I had a whole different anecdote. I, I still want to hear it. Um, it's it's like in the same way that like kids drop things a lot. Like they just drop things. They hold them in the air and they drop them. And mm -hmm. I learned this uh, from a really, really brilliant professor I had. And it's because gravity is fascinating. We take it for granted. But things in my hand, and if I let go of it, it flies to the ground. Why does it do that? That's cool. To us, that's that's nothing. We, we're, that's we're, a really good point. Exactly. We are so acclimatized to the concepts of basic physics. But when you're a baby, you're like, oh, yeah. That's magic. That's incredible. That's, that's I, magic. You just did magic at I, me. I, I just, I just t let go of that and it flew to the ground. Imagine if something just flew to your left wall. You'd be doing that all day. Babies also have uh, really bad uh, attention spans, um, memory, and they have egocentrism to the point where, like, they can do one action a million times and it's new every single time. Yeah. It's so, it's a it's a process of brain function. It is it does not dictate that you are not a little if you don't like. Making a rattle a thousand times. Exactly. So so don't don't get caught up on that. On don't let that kind of invalidate you. However, I want to solve for this issue. Okay. Now I want to do my anecdote. Okay. Okay. My anecdote is the first time we went to Capcom, we went into this room with a lot of these baby toys. Okay. There yeah. were um, like blocks that we could play with, and like a, a, a rocking horse. Oh, you mean the photo room? The photo room. Okay. And like the um, the squares with the letters mm -hmm. on the ground, the tiles, and we had a lot of fun in that room. I was not little in that room. No. I, I was. It was performative. I was playing for the sake of these cute pictures. Yeah. But I, I was not little. Oh yeah. And I think this is a really good example 
a demonstration of why like we want this stuff well, it's see, cute we look for the cute. photo it's yeah. cute but for those literally feels this is not usually enough and again we we hearken back to the, the book thing wherein the toe suckers you give them two blocks and they'll put them in their mouth and they don't care like they're, <laughs> they're they they're fine and exactly but I, for for a lot of littles i think that it's almost discouraging it's definitely discouraging to me because I don't own a baby rattle. Mm-hmm. I would love to own a baby exactly. rattle, but why would I own a baby rattle that exactly. doesn't that doesn't do anything for me? That's not fun. I would rather play with Legos, which are ages four and up. I would rather play a video game that mm-hmm. is intended for a a, a, uh, a small child, not like a baby, a, like an older child, yeah. like a, like a eight, nine, ten year old, than 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 play with a rattle. Exactly, and and. The, I, I, I would talk about all the reasons and why this isn't stuff, but we really just, we blew the top off that back in books. It's engagement. It's engagement. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with these toys. So, I noticed something interesting over this last, like, like week. Okay. Uh, Mark bought us, because we're babies, a bunch <laughs> of fidget toys. Like, a ton of them. All different ones that are just really simple things that I thought, wow, I could never be entertained by that. And I play with them subconsciously all the time because they're really tactile and engaging and interesting and it's 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 fascinating how how simple these are in design but how how engaging they are and it's i've put these thoughts together in my head and go what if we remade baby toys oh well can we make a rattle hey, fun spikeables already beat you too you can spend like 200 dollars on a, a thing where you put a ring on another ring you know, Sorry, that, I just that I, tower? Yeah, yeah. You can I just, buy one of those, I but it's scrubbed, bigger. I just scrubbed that from my brain palace. It's bigger. Oh, you can go it's to bigger. you can go to Spirit of Halloween and buy a baby rattle for like eleven dollars. No, that's the size no. of your hat. Scale scale is not the problem. <laughs> I wanna I wanna know if we can reinvent I have some ideas and, and I want some ideas from you as to how to solve this problem actually. <sighs> okay. I know it's probably not realistic. I know no one will probably do it, but I am I am fascinated by the idea. I think what you need to do is you need to address childish toys from an adult mindset. Mm-hmm. Kids like to play with basic physics because they don't understand them and it seems like magic. They also have short-term memory, so they can repeat things over and over and over and over. Yeah. Adults don't have that. So how can we take a rattle or a block and how can we turn it into something adults do? So what engages an adult? Uh, challenge. Challenge. It's a good one. So for baby blocks, I, I have this idea in my head. So the, the core thing you want to do with baby blocks is stack them, right? Okay. I, I, I had have the in my childhood these toys that have little tiny uh, weighted motors in them that just kind of jiggle back and forth, and the toy itself just jiggles on the ground or, like, bounces by itself because, like, the, the, the weights inside, kind of like, think how uh, a game controller rumbles. Okay. That kind of mechanic. It, it shifts its weight. Uh, the motor shifts the weight around. Imagine baby blocks that jiggle with randomness as you stack them, and you're trying to build a tower and spell a word, but they are, they are while you are doing this, 
actively undermining you and, and toppling the tower and, and shaking at, at random intervals and, and collapsing themselves. And you have to try and try and build yourself a little tower or build yourself some words while the blocks themselves are working against you. Okay. You say challenge, and this this brings up a new idea for me on what I think really engages adults, and that's kind of um, games. Yeah. Win-lose conditions. You're yeah. describing a situation where you can... You can with a baby, you put a block on top of another block, and that's amazing. But as an adult, that's not amazing. You can put a, a billion blocks on top of blocks, and that's not really amazing. Mm-hmm. But having a goal, um, that's where that engagement comes from, and, I think. It's, and, it's to be like, I wonder if I can make this, this block tower as tall as me. Or I wonder if I can can uh, finish building this castle. Like, having an end mm-hmm. goal to what it is you're doing means that you are more engaged with it yeah. because you're trying to achieve that and goal. I think goals are a very adult thing and a very easy thing exactly. to implement into childish activities. And if you, again, increase the quantity of these blocks, modification isn't necessary. You can build things with like a thousand blocks and then that's that's a totally different story. But I'm talking, you have maybe like like a dozen or two like like in front of you right now and want to work with those, that small quantity that you don't have many options to build it into. I think blocks that actively work to undermine you so that you have to be as quick as you can about trying to to build something could be really fun. Think of, um, what are those called? A ball on a string thing with the little paddle, the paddle ball games? Those are not fun. No. But the second you say, I want to get to a hundred hits on this ball mm-hmm. it becomes more fun exactly and i think that is what we need to do we need to find a way to make baby toys challenging so when you are trying to get to a destination it feels rewarding i i do i do have a different one that that falls in better in line with that concept okay sure hit me up it's baby rattle baby rattle rattle rhythm game <gasps> it's built into the rattle it is a rhythm game based on uh, uh, not on hitting specific notes and everything, but on but on but on patterns like like staying on the beat like like one two one two three four one two and you have oh to no, shake it to I the would beat. Oh no! I play it so much. Exactly, but but and maybe on the outside there's like a, a on the ring there's like a little almost a Guitar Hero esque beat mixer like a little led panel that yeah like yeah goes around it in a circle and they and they increase in in tempo and and complexity as you play the game and it just gets harder and harder as you play it and you're you become engrossed in this and if to everyone else they're just su- sitting there looking at you sucking your thumb shaking a rattle and then bam you got your aesthetic but you're engaged in a in a in an activity that's trying to defeat you huh okay that's really good. I think I would yeah. play with that rattle. Awesome. I got one. Okay, I want to make a bet here. Oh, okay. I want to make toys. <gasps> Can I do the rattle that I just made? If you want. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll think on it. I'm going to let you go first to see if I can think of anything else. I love this bet. I want to know your toys. Okay, and it's going to be like, what what literally baby-themed toy would you buy for a little space and engage with? Yeah. Well, what's more engaging, maybe, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, okay. What 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 fits our criteria, which we've already outlined best? Okay. Give me a second to think. Okay. Okay, I have one. Okay. That was that was actually pretty quick. You know how um, there are those those um, those boxes 
And you have like the little wooden shapes and you have to put them in the, the appropriate hole. Yeah, the, the triangle goes in the square hole. Yeah. The circle goes in the square hole. The rectangle hole. goes in the square hole. <laughs> the star goes in the square the hole. Goes, yeah. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah, so everything goes in the square hole. What if you made everything not go in the square hole? That sounds beautiful. It sounds ridiculous, <laughs> I know, but hear me out. Okay. Now, what got me thinking about this <laughs> was like... Um, Resident Evil style uh, movement puzzle. What? What was this from? Was it from Seven? Where, I think it's from Seven. Where you had to from shape Resident the Evil thing. Seven, and you have you have this really obtusely shaped block. Yeah. And you have to turn it to make a shadow on the wall. Yeah. The correct shadow. Yeah. I want like maybe six, seven, eight of these blocks. And they are the most absurdly shaped things you have ever seen. Okay, you want to get that? You want to make that game weird? And you have to turn them. And you know what? At a glance, once you look at them, they probably don't even look all that different. Once you pick them up and start moving them around and trying to figure out exactly the the perspective yeah. of the wooden block to fit it into the perspective of one of the holes, that's where the challenge comes in. This, How interesting! I love this concept because one. Nothing changes from the original base game. Mm -hmm. Two, it feels so baby because you are literally doing exactly what the baby toy does, but you have you have escalated its difficulty, its challenge to an adult That's... mindset instead. That adult mindset, instead of being, oh, I don't know what a circle is. Obviously, you know what a circle yeah. is now. So this is not challenging. You see the circle hole, you see the circle block. You don't have to sit there and try to put it into different holes. Yeah. You know immediately it goes here. The point is to take away that immediateness. Immediateness? Immediate, immediate, immediate essence. Immediate. Right now. Immediance. No, that's not right. Right, right I don't now. Know. Here, but give, me, give me it now, baby tantrum time. Right. So you pick up a block, you look at it, you look at the, the ten, seven, five holes, however many, mm -hmm. and you're just like... What? And that gives you the feeling if you don't know your shapes. Oh, that's really cute. That gives you these little vibes of just like, I don't... Uh, wh where where does this go? And then you start trying. You start putting it in and you get the wrong one. Because so, it won't fit properly. Yeah. And you're like, oh. You're like, but that's correct. And then you're like, I swore it was that one. And then like you feel you feel very literally from that's it. That's really cute. That, I really like that. That's mine. That's mine. I... I, I think I have to go with the rattle. I'm actually really proud of the rattle. Hey, I, I would play with a rhythm game rattle so much. I, it's unbelievable. Exactly. It's, it's, it's rattle, rattle, remix, rhythm star heroes, I think would be the name of the game. I want to make some amendments. You could have a blue, it could be Bluetooth. And I know oh. we're getting a little bit out of, out of spec because we want to keep very original to the d design, but... It can be Bluetooth, and it can connect to some wireless headphones, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you can actually maybe, like, hear, like, really lulling, like, music, or even, That's like, uh, nursery rhymes yeah, or something like that. Yeah, do it. And then, like, you're sitting there shaking the rattle, but to the outside world looking at you, they can't hear any exactly. of the music, you're just, so you're, you're sitting just there just, like, shaking out. this rattle. You're jamming out. And you're having a you're lot of fun with it. You're in this. Yeah, I really, I think that hits it right. I think that hits the aesthetic. That's what I'm going with. Usual, 
bet. Usual bet. Also, people, please come up with your own designs. Oh my um, gosh, more toys. Yes. I, I would love this. Maybe if we come up with enough, enough designs, some some engineer somewhere will go, I could make those. It's just like and if it's just like if we do a diaper design contest and come up with a lot of amazing designs, like say like 70 of them, a diaper company, instead of making the same crappy designs, will be like, hey, wow, these are so good. Let's use one of these designs. <sighs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yes, please send us any of your toy ideas also to um, the usual mailbox at gmail.com. It's or also Twitter. in the description. Or Twitter. At uh, the usual bet. You can at us, mention us. I don't know what they call it. Um, at the usual bet. Uh, that's everything. That's it. You're, see, this is the difference between us because when I come up with topics, I come up with five of them, and we just go through them and then when you come up with topics we get two of them and they're actually good exactly i want to talk about <laughs> engaging things you want to to baby babble it's almost like if we work together to make one show that we, have, we, we have, have the chaos and the spontaneity and the silliness <laughs> but we also have like the engagement and the actual discussion it's almost like every episode i come up with one and you come up with one and it's structured properly and we ruin that so we could do a critical analysis, uh, 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 a side slice of our show. <laughs> so um, maybe next episode we'll try doing something like like together. I know, I know that seems weird, but I feel like that's the way to go here. Hmm, I guess we could try it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, we will be back next week with more exciting ideas, probably. Um, please send all your ideas into our email address. That'd be wonderful. Thank you, Mimi, for helping with our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for our wonderful cover art. You can find me at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. Shame on Kimmy shame for being Kim. such a we, we bad girl. We wanted her here. We were like, hey, come help us with these normal topics about baby and things. She, and she she's was like, like, I don't want to be a brat. I'm going to be I'm going to be so good. And then and then in I think in one minute she was naughty. In one. <laughs> it was one minute. I don't even think it took that long. Okay, um, but you can find her at bby-kimmy.com. Where can you find us? You didn't say it. What? You didn't say it at the Patreon. Oh. We're on Patreon. Where? On the internet. The big, the, the big internet. The, the, or the small internet. Say the Earl. The Earl. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Where else? Subscribe, start, dot, adult, slash Sophie and Pudding. Thank you. These... That, that, the money we get from those ads go to buy my diapers from the diaper companies. I hate that. Don't do any designs that I like. <laughs> it's important to me. <laughs> Support bad things by supporting our show. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.